Hello, everybody. This is Gerard Delane. This is Nay Karomo. And this is Nay and Gerard Save the World. Back at it again, folks. How you doing? Hello, hello, hello. We should almost retitle this one, which is Gerard and Nay Save the Real Estate Industry in New York City. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> There's <laughs> a lot going on. It's you wake up every morning on. and it's, it's a, a lot, lot going, going on. on. Oh my God. So, um, if you haven't heard, New York uh, passed some laws last year uh, dealing with the housing um, in New York. Um, the, the situation, just high level, is there's a housing crisis in America, and folks are trying to figure out how, um, how to create quality housing and maintain quality housing for folks that are out there. Um, so there have been a few laws that were passed to try to make that a little better for folks out there. Um, so that happened last year. Um, there was clarification that was put out there a couple of days ago. Um, and uh, we'd like to uh, discuss some of them and give you some of our thoughts, opinions, ideas about them. Right. And a lot of you are probably like, oh, yeah, we know. No brokers free. No brokers free everywhere. New York Times. Right. You can't go anywhere without reading it. It's trending right now. Folks is like calling and right. and I are sitting here and we were just like, how do we even discuss this? It's so many different layers, but we're right. going to try to hit the pinpoints to it so you guys understand that there are different elements to this. So you guys are not just rushing out there and thinking like, oh, yeah, there's no brokers free. I'm about right. to get into this apartment. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted. Do your homework. We're here to give you some, you know, information that you could definitely use and some of you are probably like this is going to kill us brokers and some sales agents because i'm one but we have some loopholes there for you to actually focus on as well so let's dive in folks let's do it so uh first i'll hit on some of the the easier things that are in there so first is a 20 dollar limitation um um on the real estate brokers and salespersons uh application fee um, typically, brokers use that application fee to pay for a credit check um, and a criminal background check. Yep. Um, so now there's a limit on how much that can be charged, which is $20. Um, next, uh, no landlord shall refuse to rent or offer a lease to a tenant who has been involved previously um, or in a pending landlord-tenant action. So if they're in a fight with a landlord somewhere else, um, landlords can no longer refuse on that basis um, for people trying to apply to those apartments. Uh, also in there is that um, the landlords uh, can no longer charge more than $50 um, or 5% of the monthly rent for late fees. Um, uh, so those are the easy ones. Um, oh, also if a landlord fails to provide tenants with uh, their security deposit in 14 days, they're going to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. So, so those are all things, again, things that, you know, typically are making things a little better for folks who are renting apartments. Not now, one that everyone's focused on. Exactly. So now the big one, um, the one that a lot of folks have been focusing a lot of the efforts on. So the item that has everybody kind of up in arms is um, in the clarification, number five, can a landlord's agent collect a broker's fee from the prospective tenant? And the response is no. A landlord's agent cannot be compensated by a prospective tenant from bringing that meeting of the minds. Um, it then provides a little more by saying no landlord, lessor, sublessor, or grantor may demand any payment fee or charge of processing. 
Um, this is the part that has everybody kind of freaking out. Right. And some folks are really excited about it, obviously, because if you want to get your apartment, going through a broker has always been something that you just saw, like, this is more money for me. Yeah. As a, as a, and any, any person saw it that way. Now, for folks who are in the real estate field, you guys are like, oh, my God, this is horrible because it's like, this is this is my money. This is how I eat. How does this work for me? Because I'm a sales agent. I'm, I'm a broker. And how am I supposed to, you know, who's who's going to look out for me? There are loops holes to this because as you as Gerard is ready, you're probably just like, huh? And always feel free to go to the DOS website. Gerard and I, we would right. definitely would like we need more information because clarity is key here. Correct. And there's a lot of loopholes because it didn't state certain things. And right. Gerard and um, one of our our colleagues here, we were all talking briefly as we were trying to discuss this like how are we going to tackle this um episode and how are we going to understand for right. get clarity on it and as well as educate folks who don't really know what's going on right there's a lot of loopholes because it's like you brokers free has have not really like been they they're not gone the, for right. the people who are like oh there's no more brokers that's yeah, not true that is not true <laughs> most, most of these apartments and most of the ones that you want to live in especially in new york city they either have a management company or they already have uh you know a broker who represents folks to get apartments period so if you want to if you're on that listing right now and you see that and you're confused that's that that still states a fact unless it right. says that there's no broker's fee or meaning uh in the sense where that broker is not associated with that apartment complex then yeah you don't right. have to so really much worry about that or right. in this instance where it's saying i guess the landlord is now responsible for taking care of that. Right. There's a little bit of a loophole here. Right. Gerard was uh, so, tackling that earlier. So what it does say is that a landlord's agent um, must be paid by the landlord, right? So the landlord's broker who represents uh, the landlord. What it doesn't say is that if a tenant finds their own broker, um, they do still have to pay that broker. Right. Um, so, which is actually a lot of renting transactions, at least in New York. I can't speak to all the other cities, but in New York, I mean, you move to New York, you want to find an apartment. Very often, what a lot of people do is you go walk into a Douglas Element or, you know, a Corcoran or whatever brokerage right. firm and say, hey, I need to find an apartment. I need a two bed and I need this range and right. I'm in this neighborhood. And, you know, they help you go find one and they have a list of them and, you know. Then you pay that fee. So as it stands currently, you still have to pay that fee in that structure. Right. So if you walk into a broker's firm, don't think like, oh, yeah, this broker's fee means that I don't have to pay them. No, that's not what that means. That means that if you as soon as you walk in and you sign anything, you're still, you know, right. responsible for that transaction. Right. right. All it's stating is that if you will go to an apartment complex and you submit an application and there's a broker there or someone there that's going to help you with right. all the documents. You don't have that to pay need, that landlord's you, broker. There fees. you go. You don't have to pay that landlord's broker's fee. So, so that's but different. The loophole, which you guys are saying, which was the dual, um, right? So, dual agents isn't really spoken about in right. this. So, this so, can help us agents out there. Yeah. So, if it's a dual agency, it actually doesn't speak specifically to that. Um, you know, hopefully, there's some clarification into the future. But as it stands currently, it doesn't really speak to that. Um, you know, I think a lot of landlords out there. You know who do have their own internal team that does their leasing you know this kind of changes that calculus for them oh yeah definitely and also it kind of if if you're trying to i guess if you're a sales agent and you're trying to help a, a landlord and also a tenant this kind of like eliminate or cut the cost in half for right. both of them while still looking out for you correct so 
my best um as Gerard when we were speaking earlier is to do your research more on this and kind of not just hop on the bag wagon and just kind of get false information and just run with it because the no broker's fee is only the I guess that's what I guess the clickbait is, for example, a lot of people are falling for that and they're thinking like that doesn't exist. And when Gerard and I first heard about it, we were this morning and even throughout the weekend, we were just thinking like, wait, hold on. Like, how does this work? Because it's like, unless these management companies and these broker firms are not going to be representing these huge apartment complexes or these huge management firms, this is not going to be feasible because no, no landlord is going to want to do the legwork. Correct. (laughs) They don't want to. They don't want to. As great as you um, people may be, landlord and manager from, and I'm really trying to meet you guys. They like, right, right. We got a lot of things to do it, so they're just like, <laughs> and I'm not trying to like sit there and talk about your, you know, your life, go through your credit report and right. background check. Like that's for them. That's very tedious. And right. so this is where broker error, like they serve a service, right? right exactly. Which is finding you know appropriate folks to rent out to, finding the best you know options possible, bring it to the landlord. Landlord is happy with that selection. <clears throat> but um, yeah, it's um. It's a big topic that's been in the industry the last you know week, week and a half. Um, so we just wanted to make sure that folks out there were informed about what's going on. As Nate mentioned, you should also do your own research. Uh, the information's out there. It's publicly available. Right, yeah. DOS website, definitely check it out. And this is pertaining to a New Yorker. So if folks are coming in and looking into right. New York or just trying to understand what's actually happening and you probably just got your, your sales license or you probably just got your broker's license and you're just right. like, where, does, where do I fall in? Just... The best option for me is just realize that you're you're effective, but you're not as effective. Like you still are valuable. Correct. You're still going to be needed, <laughs> and folks who are, it's kind of helps. It's kind of a win-win a little bit, a kind of a lose-lose. Like we were talking about it, just like amongst ourselves. Um, folks are afraid that this is going to increase the rents for tenants, for example. Right. You guys feel like, oh well, if I'm not worried about a broker's fee, then who's eating that? The landlord may potentially charge you a fee to a higher fee to be in an apartment because right. now they may have to suffer that cost. Correct. So there's different, you know. How do you feel, Gerard? How do you? What do you? How do you think this is going to affect? Um, I I think the goal was to make housing more affordable for folks. Yeah. I think that was the intent. But what is the reality? I That's think, what I'm. Trying I think to like one of the unintended out. consequences is that landlords will now raise the rent a different kind of way. Of course, because if I'm a landlord and I'm supposed to take care of the broker now and this tenant, as great as you may be, right. I'm not trying to suffer another cost just to get you right. into an apartment because normally, and for folks who don't understand, you have to pay normally in an in, in instance when you're moving into an apartment and this may be obvious for some folks and some folks may not realize, especially in New York, you pay one month's rent, right. one month's security, and then always there's always a broker's fee. Right. Um, eliminating that kind of helps for, I guess, the tenant, but also that accrues the cost for the landlord because that what is being said, depending on what transaction you're falling into, the landlord may have to take on that cost. Right. What happens is that now if that apartment was used to be like, say, $1,900, you are probably suffering a little bit of a $300, $400 cost difference because now that landlord has to be charged that broker's fee. And normally they didn't have to worry about that. Right. Right. So now they're going to try to blend in that cost mm-hmm. back into your rent mm-hmm. yep. upwards. Exactly. Not downwards. Right. So... Um, d- would it work? Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. But, we'll see. you know, this is where we kind of touch base with that co-living situation. <laughs> <laughs> We're finding some different options. We're finding some different options yep. that both of you can, yep. you know. <laughs> yep. Yep. Agreed. So, Agreed. Yeah. 
Um, so, uh, so yeah, so we just wanted to make sure everybody out there was informed. Yeah. Um, please hit us directly if you want to ask some questions, mm-hmm. add some thoughts, um, clarifications. Um, we're out here and I'm available. Yep, definitely. And, you know, you guys are always asking questions, so feel free to let us know what, how you feel and if you, there's any questions that we didn't answer. Because this is a bigger conversation than just obviously what we discuss right. here. Um, and there's a lot of elements to it. Um, right. Gerard and I talked about this way more than <laughs> than we're diving into now, but we right. definitely know that this is a bigger conversation, and we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. We'll probably be tackling this in a different way, but right. stay tuned, guys. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Peace.